Hello dreamers and welcome back to Valley Dreams podcast. Even as we start another episode today, I hope you've had a great start of the month so far. So happy new month to you, happy new week. Um happy new year to you if you've not listened to me yet. <laughs> I promise we shall stop saying happy new year mid-feb. Um, so we started off the year talking about transitions in career. We had uh, a few guests share their experiences and I appreciate those of you who sent your feedback, your comments. It's great to know that somebody out there is learning a thing or two. And I think for me my biggest take home was the fact that there's no there's no input in our lives that is wasted um, just because I studied this doesn't mean it was a waste of my season or a waste of my time um, those are all valid there's something valid you can get out of each of those whether it's the networks whether it's the skill set there's something to learn um, so for this month February we're going to talk about multi-passionate individuals and like I told you last week uh, there are those who, who have many hands. Eh? They, <laughs> they are juggling this and that and thriving at it. Um, they get fulfillment from doing many things. So stay put, get your notebook or whichever you know, recording device you have for the different things we're going to share this month. And be on the lookout every Tuesday. We'll upload a podcast. And my guest today is a friend I've known for a couple of years. Uh, he's called TK and for today I'll refer to him as the singing doctor, but I know he has many other hands uh, doing many other things. And so we'll let him introduce himself, tell us about himself, and we'll dive into this multi-passionate living. Welcome to the series. Thank you, Faith, for inviting me to your podcast. I have been following you quietly. Um, <laughs> I feel very privileged and humbled to be your guest uh, today. Well, um, I'm also uh, sending shouts out to everybody listening to us. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we hope you will find this time hopeful and enriching. My name is Tadeo Kolobo. Well, I would like to say I'm a child of God. In other contexts, I think that means I am a Christian. I'm a husband to one wife and a father of one baby girl called Joel. Jesus loves me. That means I love Jesus. And I love people. Well, I work as a doctor, a general practitioner. I've been doing this for the last 10 years within East Africa. Well, in 2012, I had an opportunity to step out into South Sudan as my first area of work. I had a three-year stint there until 2015. I worked as a doctor and as a missionary there. was part of a church plant while there. And uh, it was a wonderful time. Oh, and not forgetting... <laughs> I got caught up in the first shootout in South Sudan in 2013, December 2013. Um, and for about a week, we were locked down, no movement anywhere. 
and then the airport was opened up and everybody flooded the airport and then air ticket prices were like fivefold increase <sighs> sometimes life can be like that but anyway that was the cost of going to south sudan but i thank god for that opportunity to open my eyes to to how dire situations can be when it comes to health health and livelihoods um yeah and then returned to uganda in august 2015 and i now provide um holistic general medical care um in some of what you would consider the high end private facilities in kampala i have special interests in mother and child health adolescent and reproductive health and non communicable diseases Um the intention of my practice is really to bring health to the body and the soul and the spirit. I focus on the whole being. I want to be to know how you are, the full you. Not just a part, but the whole you. We more interested in knowing and helping with a full recovery for all areas of your life. Yeah, I've not been um very stunted over the last 10 years of uh, my career life in a bid to add to my skill set i set out to get additional training in project planning and management a few years ago at uganda's management institute that's where i met faith and we became very good friends um and then a year later in 2019 i started to undertake another program the masters of public health online at the University of Edinburgh. I'll tell you a bit more about that later in this podcast. But my burning desire really um in my work as a doctor is to establish, manage and support centers of excellence in provision of general and specialist healthcare globally. So wherever God puts me, my desire is to make a contribution to the health and well-being of individuals. I think that my additional prospective public health work will contribute to promoting health, preventing disease, improving the quality of life of people, even as I continue to practice medicine, contribute to research and health policy, and engage in advocacy concerning several issues of health. Well, I'm not just a doctor. I have other things that I love and things that I'm passionate about. Many people wouldn't know this, but I love food. <laughs> I love the garden, I love farming, plants um have a way they make me feel. I love animals. I had a stint of uh, taking care of chicken and piggery growing up. Uh many people wouldn't know that. Surprising to many people. Also for many years growing up, I have been undertaking just this area of my life being creative as a singer, songwriter and musician. Well, I would say I have a basic skill in <laughs> playing acoustic guitar, uh writing Christian songs. Um yeah, I have basic knowledge on keyboards and bass guitar and drums music and direction yeah. oh production yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm just one of those underground uh, backstage. you know backstage um unearthed um 
worship music producers <laughs> yeah but most of our work is really unpublished well um you'll find us on youtube new song worship check us out you'll see some of our songs please don't judge the book by its cover anyway but through our christian songwriting initiative uh, called new song worship which i lead together with a, a team of many diligent young people our desire is to be stewards of god's songs to god's people until kingdom come for god's glory and one of our key inputs every year is a collection of about 10 to 12 original songs co-written by our songwriting community and released locally through a local Christian church in Chambogo, Uganda. Some of our unpublished projects include Behold This King, which we released in 2021, 10,000 Tongues, which we released in 2020, Kingdom Come, which we released in 2019. Celebrate Jesus which was released in 2014, Heart to Heart which released in 2013, Heal Our Land which released in 2012, and our debut worship project Year of Jubilee which released in 2011. But interestingly, we started doing songwriting growing up. I think I wrote my first song in the early 2000s and it was only a part of um a songwriting initiative in 2006 where i contributed about three songs to a project called shake it off inspired um by a friend of mine and father or father figure um who introduced me to songwriting and in one of in one of these podcasts you probably hear a bit more about that work too Well, over the years I've also worked with young people in the areas of Christian mission, leadership and mentoring, worship ministry, youth ministry, Christian songwriting like I said earlier, worship leading. Well, then I got married. <laughs> Or maybe before that, then I started preparing for marriage for many years and I realized that I had another interest in foundational life issues including love, marriage, sexuality, relationships, purpose, and faith in Jesus. So I'm just really that person who is out there. Out there out trying there. to thrive in everything I touch. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the me. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it it's more of uh, how you you said it uh, you you desire to see holistic health in people uh whether it's medical whether it's spiritual whether it's you know and somehow you end up in all those those areas um growing up did you always want to be a doctor uh, and where were these other things that you now do where were they featuring in your life you know when we are younger they ask you what do you want to be when you grow up did you say i want to be a doctor and you were certain or you wanted to sing you wanted to write you wanted to so you had a different answer every day well i think for me as a child i was creative from day one and i had adventurous friends because the bit of trouble in our neighborhood <laughs> but we also um were quite creative with what we had in our hands 
we made cars out of barbed wire we made footballs out of empty packets of milk filled with air and fastened with cut tube rubber strands we did a lot of fishing in the swamp that got us into a lot of trouble i loved cooking so we did that you know toko toko background cooking uh, getting hold of mom's groceries and pieces of matoke and going behind the house and making those funny meals well but also i worked closely with my mother um, in her snack business this was not child labor <laughs> but it was just simply mom's side gig to bring in an extra income uh, for her uh, other than her mainstream work as a preschool teacher and my siblings also served on a rotational basis with me as procurement sales delivery we managed the finances while mom was involved involved in uh, producing that we also cultivated land for food on an ongoing basis and like i told you earlier we did piggery and farming growing up from time to time to substantiate on our income but really to answer your question uh, faith at school i appreciated all subjects but had an interest in maths and science and history i love history i'm quite historical um and during my a level i remember really pondering on two journeys is it engineering is it mathematics mm-hmm. or rather is it engineering is it medicine? medicine that time i was doing uh, physics chemistry biology and mathematics as my combination and i remember really a vivid brief and broadside conversation with my father about this matter it somehow came up and remember growing up i i was raised by my mom singly um so i never interfered with my father um on on many occasions but i meet him one of these days and he brings this up on the website in the course of our discussion i shared with him about how i cared about helping people and was enjoying school at that time especially the dissections you guys remember those biology yeah, dissections you know cockroaches frogs. and frogs <laughs> and rats i was really enjoying that stuff so i remember in that conversation i told him that maybe my path would be medicine and i was a bit comfortable with that so, so you stumbled into medicine when you were younger it wasn't you just knew ah, I, i i want to do something great but it wasn't specific to i want to be a doctor when you were younger when i was younger i think this came a bit more to light in all level okay. when i kept saying i wanted to be a doctor and i had a, a, and a group about well. yes and i was doing well in school i'm not showing off guys yeah. <laughs> i'm not showing off but yeah i was i was getting some good, good grades, grades which were admirable yes then at a level it was should i do engineering or medicine yes okay. because i i loved physics and maths yes. but i was also doing well with chemistry and biology sciences. so as uh there's that teaser there but i was leaned more into into medicine So conclusively from that discussion with my father I decided that I would pursue Medicine. the path of medical practice uh, and here we are but I have several interests I've not <laughs> given up on many of them uh, were you aware of them at that time like by the time you were applying eh, shedding your job forms were you aware of some of those interests 
Well, my creative interests have always been active. Um, growing up, really, especially in school, I was the kind who was part of like the school choir, the drama group. I was part of the youth team at church, singing in the youth worship team. I learned playing guitar in 2003 and I've been playing for all these years. I stumbled into songwriting um, thanks to my spiritual father, Reverend Alex. God bless him. He's, he's been such a, a blessing to, to me and my family over, over the years. I, I, I will say this. Um, I know many of my other fathers may feel a bit cheated, but I celebrate and honor all of them. But the Reverend Alex has been, has been a huge blessing to me uh, over the years um, and shouts out to all my other my <laughs> other, fathers. other fathers yes you know so, um, so when you agreed okay when you concluded now what am I saying when you zeroed down on medicine mm. uh, how was it uh, of course the fact that you did PCBM can tell which which season of education you, you studied nowadays people do that what is the IT? Anyway, so for those of the, the group of 25 points, so job forms, do they still share job forms in this? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so medicine, did you get it? Um, how did you process? You said you were raised by a single mom, so I'm sure she was hoping for you better perform. <laughs> yeah, I. I... There's not a lot of pressure, but I think I perform. Um, I used to put in a lot of work. I love to read. Um, I, I love to read. I love to write. I, I guess that's why I'm, 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 I, my, my default also is a bit of songwriting. Um, but I found myself putting in more in terms of studying to, to get the best out of, out of the opportunity of education that I had received. But also, really growing up, much of my education was through scholarship. Um, I was on the, the child sponsorship program under Compassion International for many years until S6. And then at S6, vacation, the drama started. It was not clear how joined the university. Can you imagine, we could not afford 55,000 shillings to pay for the application forms for private sponsorship at, at the university, rather for private, for private admission at the university. But also, it wasn't clear where the funding would come from. Anyway, I remember in some overnight at church, uh, one of the ministers a pastor who had been invited to minister looked at me in the face after we had been serving that night and said, the Lord has, has a seed for you, but it's coming from me. And he gave me the exact money that I needed. Oh my to... God. What's that pastor's name? Maybe I got him charged. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. Um, yeah, we will honor him at some point. But... <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he was right in time 
because that Friday, it was a Friday night, and the following week, Monday, we were supposed to hand in the forms, the application forms, and here I was receiving the the exact amount of money that I needed for that. So I thank God because at some at that point He intervened, and then several miracles happened thereafter, which brought provision. I ended up on the leadership development program scholarship under Compassion International, and I did five years of medicine. Okay. And but zeroing down really on my passions. To be honest, it has taken several years of searching. But I remember reading the Purpose Driven Life book and the Purpose Driven Church book severally because I really need, needed to find purpose for all this. And I stumbled on a phrase which continues to resound today. It is in Christ that we find who we are, that's our identity, and what we are living for. That is our purpose. So that has stayed with me for many years. So through those two resources, among the other resources I have used, books and teachings and courses that I have done, I continue to navigate each of my areas of passion to align them with kingdom purpose. Whether medicine or public health or management or farming or worship ministry, I desire that God would receive glory through the exploits there. It's not about me, it's about Him, really. I'm not yet there, I don't have it all together, but I also am not where I used to be. I think we have journeyed with the Lord so far, so good. (laughs) So during school, the med school, were you still juggling all these things? Because, well, medical school is, it's, it's taxing. In its own way. Okay, maybe for you the bright one you might say. Well, it was, you know. Oh, I'll tell you, in third year I wanted to quit. (laughs) And many of my friends wanted to quit in third year. We actually used to refer to third year as sad year. Oh. Yeah. It it wasn't as rosy, yeah. (laughs) How did you balance? Or did you have to put a hold on some of of your passions? Um, So how did you balance? Were you still going strong on everything? in addition to medical school or you had to put some things on hold so that you finish school? Well, being in medical school, um, of course, um, doing the program and passing or excelling at it was a huge priority. But I actually continued to serve at the local church where I was raised um, on the worship ministry. I was involved almost week in, week out. I would have about four trips to Chambogo every week uh, to serve and there was a grace for that season and I'm thankful that when I was younger and energetic and in that season I really went the, the, the entire extreme and now that I'm in this season of life uh, marriage and family life toddler in the picture masters. and a, a master's program uh, juggling two jobs and other things um, yeah I'm, I'm grateful that I can still continue to serve but now more my, my, my focus in this season is wherever I am I want to be the light I want to share my faith I want to exact kingdom influence there not by preaching at people 
but rather ushering people on a journey to finding Jesus. And sometimes it may not take just that one encounter with them. Some people you may need to journey with them in love, loving on them, and then through that they will find the Lord. So for me it's not been more of of that season had this kind of activity. It's, it's more of wherever I am, I want to be the light. Wherever I am, I want to be the soul. And if it means through the medical arm, yes. or the songwriting, or yes. the, um, So, have you started on your on the songwriting project for this for this year? Yes, <laughs> twenty twenty two is very exciting. Our new project is called Our God Reigns. And uh, <laughs> um, I, I've been on one of their projects before. Imagine me, such an honor. Anyway, but in there, I got to realize that he is not the only one who writes the songs. Yes, he is the head of the team, but different different members. Anyone, not just the the ones who hold the mic every Sunday, just about anyone in the team contributes to to the bank. So if you write, you write. If you're going to sing, but especially the writing, and then they work together to polish. So in a sense, it's growing them. But also for those of you who've done writing, whether it is songs or just journaling, you, you realize it comes from a mirror like it comes from inside of you so it usually reflects the inside of the of the individual and sometimes there's this one song we we're talking about and he was telling me no he's really having it rough <laughs> so and yet he was still he, he extended grace to them uh, I think tying on to the health of the soul and and what so how do you how do you manage to keep everybody like on the project uh, without failing them in terms of this is what I'm going through right now and this is my perspective of God right now. Yet you have to manage yourself, you have to manage misses, you have to manage your child, <laughs> you have to masters, you have to manage the patients. Work. Yes. <laughs> And then you also have to manage these individuals. How do you, how do you go about that? Well, I, 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 I know that I would not be where I am uh, without the help of people. So I consider people as a huge resource. Over the, over the years, I have worked with people on these projects. We've done about seven projects so far, each with 12 songs. So we have a good song bank going. Most of our work is unpublished. But how do we get to manage people? I've realized that each of them has a special, they have special gifts and places of strength. And they have weaknesses. I have my strengths. I have places where I am not strong. Um, And I look at it as a, a lock and key kind of thing. We need each other. And so many times they have um, ideas cropping up. I have ideas cropping up. We meet and have a collision. We might fight. We might go, if things might go well, we might disagree about how some lyrics should sound and even change people's 
tunes, you know those tunes mm. that you receive as a songwriter where you think this is the, like the next best song. In the middle song. of the night. In the middle of the night. <laughs> or you've been working on the song for three months and then I'm like, that tune needs to change. I think we need to remove those words. They are not scripture sound. Um, I think we need to, to edit those lyrics. They don't sound like they are saying exactly what we need to say in this song. So it's back and forth, it's sharpening one another. The, the, the Bible says in Proverbs 27, 17, that as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. So we have found ourselves in a place of growing together, sharpening each other, and, um, and um, really undertaking the same journey together because our goal is to provide God's songs to God's people for God's glory so all of us fit into that vision so we have a vision which gives us focus we have a direction every year everyone makes their contribution we bring all our gifts together and we complement each other as lock and key and everything works out so what would you say in your opinion is your threading um, factor through all these interactions with people, whether it's in at work, at school, ministry. What would you say is the thread, the one thing? Well, like I said earlier, I would be nothing without Jesus. I received my life from Jesus two days to my 15th birthday. That's on the 15th of December. 2001. Please don't do the math. <laughs> <laughs> that day I was the only one who responded to the call for salvation. Since then, Jesus has been at the center of my life. Many aspects of my career life have been achieved with the help of people. In this life, the people factor has been very important for me. I have been carried by many people through my career life. Parents, sponsors, father figures, mentors, colleagues, supervisors at different levels. I am what I am because of what people have poured into me, because of what people have invested in me. Many of my breakthroughs have come through God-sent people who share opportunities with me. And sometimes some of those people are quite brutal with the truth especially. They'll bring the truth to you the way it is. They'll confront you in areas where you need to, to, to pull up your socks. And they have made me who I am. But also the other thing is vision. The, 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 the eye for the future. Those are the two things that have really kept me. And one of the scriptures I love is, is, um, is Habakkuk 2. And verse 2 to 3 which says, Write your vision down. Make it plain on tablets that a herald may run with it. Though it lingers, wait for it. It will come to pass. It will not tarry. Meaning it will not delay. Yeah, so vision and uh, people. Because you need people to fulfill the vision. You need people to carry forward the vision. Yeah, so for me, that's been those two things really. Wow. So what would you tell someone who is... Who has who appreciates the fact that maybe they are also they, they have all this creativity going on in their lives um, and they have a main let me call it a main career path that they would love to follow as well what did you tell them about 
wading through those waters how should they work it out uh, what what are the things that you've employed to help you go through all that i think it's two things um proverbs 3 5 trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight trust god wholeheartedly like if you're trusting god if he has said it he will do it i believe that every promise that god has made to you will come to pass even as you wait on him persevere even when things don't seem to be working out i'm reminded of my journey into public health both the applications for admission and the scholarships I started my journey of applying for this program in 2013. You guys know about those Commonwealth scholarships, Chevening scholarships, ETC. Fulbright. Fulbright, <laughs> among others. I would receive offers for admission every year, but no scholarship was successful. Every year, I would make 10 to 12 applications for scholarships they would all be unsuccessful. Imagine reading the email which says, your scholarship application has been unsuccessful 12 times every year. Coupled with this, I applied about four times for a master's of medicine, but I was never admitted onto the program. I don't understand the reason why up to now. Of course, this news always came with a lot of, of disappointment, setback. You see people are progressing, but it seems like stuff is not working in your yard. But in the 2018-2019 application cycle, I tried again, do applications this time for the <laughs> online masters in public health and for the in-person masters in of medicine. I got an unconditional offer at Edinburgh for the masters of public health online. However, that year, I also made 12 applications of scholarships, all unsuccessful. <laughs> In June 2019, I saw one scholarship which was available to online programs globally provided by my university. I applied for it with a lot of hesitation. In fact, my wife bullied me into applying it, bullied eh, in quotes, eh, into applying for it. In September 2019, I received an offer for that scholarship. Now imagine the number of people who applied for that scholarship, several. But it was one scholarship, and I'm the one who received it. So you persisted. So it took six years of applying <laughs> to get it. So when I say persevere under trial, mm. I I am not I am not a, I'm one of those motivational speakers. Me, <laughs> <laughs> I've walked through my that persevering under. And trial. how did those moments of trial affect your other areas, like the the other passions that you were? Those moments of, of regret emails in the medical uh, scope, how did they affect this other? Well, I still continued to serve the Lord. I was, was leading it worship. The same gusto or it was in the same because you see, God is God and, and, uh, and He's good. And the <laughs> fact that uh, the prayer hasn't been answered your way doesn't change the fact that He's God and He's good and faithful and just and true and kind and and loving god still loves you it's it's just that um some things are not going to go on your terms 
Um, even Jesus in the garden, you know, God is in the garden of Gethsemane. He says, Father, if you're willing, take this cup away from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. So sometimes the prayer to pray in those seasons is, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. That will keep you sane many times. It's not as easy as I'm saying it, but I learned, I learned how to pray that prayer of not my will, but yours be done. Because, you know, the Bible tells us that God's will is good, it's pleasing, it's perfect. Like, who wouldn't desire that? So if Jesus prayed that kind of prayer and he was seeking for God's will, and your God's will for Jesus was actually, ultimately, to die. die. (laughs) But that through that, we would receive life. So it was more for us, but Jesus prayed the prayer. So there was no room for giving up. There was no room for giving up. I had to keep persevering. Because you see, when you have a vision, like I said earlier, sometimes it will linger on the wayside. There will be delays in provision or in the delivery of certain things. But you continue holding on. I'll tell you about new song worship. Ideally, right now, we should be um, publishing most of our music. But we haven't moved into that season. And you're still... And we are still writing, and we are still carrying forward. That season will also come. So I I think it's just about waiting on God. If he said it, he will do it. Not on your terms, though. Yeah. God keep is putting suffering. in the work. Yeah. Keep making the application. Yeah. Keep writing. Keep applying. The songs. Keep writing. Keep yeah. working. Keep living. Yeah. Keep serving. Keep loving. Yes. And Wonderful. all the other things will come along. Mm. It it it's, it all comes at the end of it all. In hindsight, you realize that God was using all these things to form a certain a certain you. Yes. You know, a certain character. Um, I'm reminded of James one. I think James one two. Okay, James chapter 1. Eh? Mm. It says, Count it all joy when you face troubles yes. of many kinds. Mm. Because the testing of your faith okay. produces perseverance. And that perseverance must finish, finish its, its work, work so that you may be presented mature and complete in Him. Mm. So if you are looking for maturity and completeness in Him, their faith is going to be tested. <laughs> you know how there's the, these jokes on social media about eh? some relationships are for character development, not for not to end in marriage. I think the ultimate character development relationship is with Father God. He ultimately brings out the best in you. Oh my word. Okay, so there was no room for failure and no room for um, giving up. For giving mm. up. And the vision had to be maintained yeah. against all odds. Yeah. Against all odds. Eh, that one, eh? That, that dealing with those regret emails is quite something. Yeah, it's I also had tear filled eyes. <laughs> so, just, just being human and the response to, you know, to not good news, yeah. you know? When you've done all the best, you know how they say, get someone to review, get, you know, and, and you really, and then it's still Yeah, but, you know, thank God for people because, you know, there are friends who had been on that journey and they had got the scholarships and they had got the admissions. So later on, you know, when I interacted with more, with many of them, they sharpened me in a way, but also they were quite brutal to some of the things I was writing. Yeah. 
and um, that helped me to polish a lot of my writing and um, yeah thanks to them God used them that way to to make a contribution to my current season I'm grateful we, we can't live without people people are huge resources Wow, wow, wow. That's amazing. And we, we, are, we are still looking forward to more music from New Worship. New Worship, regardless. We pray it gets published soon. <laughs> maybe in your time, maybe in another generation. We don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. The things of God are also complicated like that sometimes. Uh, it will get published, yes, but it won't be you. You'll not be the one to build the temple <laughs> to, be your, <laughs> to be your son. So thank you, thank you TK, thank you for, but you've not told us the name of the pastor who unlocked your life, even us who want to be unlocked. (laughs) Man, that pastor, (laughs) you guys might might be going to the guy for like, for him to sow seed into you. He might be visiting my church. I don't want to set the guy up. Yeah, but Bambi, he's stood the test of time, He's, Mm. he's kept true to the call, I follow him. I, I, I see his teachings. Yeah. Um, he's said true to the call. He's remained an honorable man. Um, at least from what I see from his teachings. <laughs> uh, yeah. right. I, I read the Bible quite often. So like maybe daily. Consistent. So, yeah, I'm able to test <laughs> and see that, <clears throat> okay, yeah, somebody's teaching a bit authentically or yes. something. But he stayed true to his call. And several years, you know, it's 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 great when men of God, you know, um, maintain the testimony, maintain the testimony, and stay true to the call, and rise up to become fathers mm-hmm. that we can look up to, and many of them actually also unlock our destinies. Mm-hmm. They, they. Uh, meanwhile, let me just say this one in, in closing. In closing. Um, Familiarity breeds contempt. It's something that God has been ministering to me a lot about, especially concerning the men of God around us. Um, and I'll take the example of Jesus. The Jews viewed him as a carpenter, a carpenter's son, and missed the Messiah that he was. You know that scripture that says he came to his own, but his own did not receive him? In this season, I'm learning to receive the message from God, the messengers from God, and the miracles that come out of obeying the messages that God sends through those men. Because some of them are like a gateway to your next level. And there are things that they will minister concerning. There's an anointing that they have that probably release you into your next season. But all it takes is walking in honor of them, acknowledging who they are and what they carry and they can release you into your next season you know you are probably waiting for your next breakthrough through a man that you need to honor so take care of those fathers around you they might unlock something um, in your in your destiny, in your destiny. Yeah. and that ladies and gentlemen is the singing doctor TK I will not add anything else to this episode Go and brood over this and may the Lord himself continue to minister to you. Thank you for listening. Till next week, have a good one.